everyone. Welcome to the program, UFO Warning. Today's topic, UFO Ejecta. But before we get to the ejecta, I want to put this in a little bit of a context. And the context is of a theory called interdimensional theory. And the proponent of that is Jacques Vallée. Now, many of you have heard of Jacques Vallée. He's a pretty well-respected scientist. He's headquartered out there in Silicon Valley now. And he's done a lot of research into the metallurgy of UFO material. Now, I found this uh, really interesting uh, video presentation that Mr. Valet did, I think back in 2017. In the video, he's given a presentation um, about the work he's done. And he brings out three, I think, really important points to begin with. And he breaks it down into, the, uh, as far as UFO material is concerned, he breaks it down into three categories. First off, he points out uh, implants. And most of us have, are all familiar with um, the notion of human implants. And that's where people have gone in and they've had these implants taken out. Uh, usually they find that they're transmitting um, at a certain radio wave frequency. I've done... I've done a couple blo- a couple of podcasts on this already, and if you go back and listen to the podcast on Patient 17, um, there was a whole movie made about that. And they found with a lot of these implants, quite frankly, that the metallurgy in them, it, it's just not of this world. And in Patient 17, they described it as being from some other galaxy. And it turns out maybe it's even further away than that. But Mr. Valley points out that we have one type of one type of UFO material, and that's the human implants. But his field research is not really there. Now, the second type of uh, UFO material we have is uh, just the actual parts of UFO from UFO crashes. And he points out, I think he says there's like seven or eight of those that are supposed to be around. Most of them uh, locked away in a government vault somewhere. We really don't have public access to those. And these are, like I said, they're just like the parts of UFO crafts that were left over from, from a crash somewhere. And there's been several of these crashes that have been documented. But uh, pretty much everyone, every time one happens, you have an Army response team that comes in. And this stuff is gone in no time. So you have the implants, which we find in humans, that come from UFOs, ETs. You have the actual UFO craft parts or debris from those parts that are, you know, whisk away to some government warehouse somewhere. And these are very rare. And then you have a third type of UFO metamaterial. And he refers to this as UFO ejecta, as in the material is ejected from the UFO. And as he points out, what happens in these situations is uh, you have you have a uh, UFO sighting, and he, he quotes one in Puget Sound, there's several, and I've heard... And, you can go back, like I said, and you can look through the podcast. We've, we've talked about this before. But usually what happens is you have a UFO that's sighted, and the UFO is in distress. Maybe it, it's, not, and it's not like in a crash situation. Maybe it's had a control crash, or maybe it's in the air, or something of that matter. And what happens is the witness sees uh, usually a molten level, excuse me, molten uh, lava-type metal coming out of this UFO, and it's dispersed on the ground. There's a famous case of this, and Dr. Valley talks about it a little bit in this video, down in Texas, the one that hit uh, the windmill, and there was a piece of metal that was found. Uh, I think the History Channel 
did a documentary on that, but it was it was well established that this thing landed and this uh, molten uh, metal was found. So that's where his field of interest is at. It's in this UFO ejecta material. And the stuff that's this molten metal that's, that's seen spewing out of UFOs when the UFO is under distress and it's somehow it's, it's writing itself or whatever. And this is the stuff that's recovered from it. And this is the stuff that they've been able to physically have access to. And I think this could be some of the stuff that Tom DeLong and To the Academy of Stars has in their possession that they're calling uh, metamaterial. Um, not the stuff where you see the layers and layers of stuff, but like the molten metal that they just can't explain what it is. Now, he points out that over the last 10 or 20 years, uh, science, especially with, you know, with the onset of all the supercomputing and that, there have been great strides met, made in uh, the study of metallurgy, where they can take this UFO ejecta and they can really um, study the isotopes in it, and they can find out or get an idea of what the stuff is made of and how it's made. As he points out, the UFO ejecta is a type of metal alloy slag, which is ejected from the UFO encounter. And in the video, the article accompanying it says, the most relevant points are some of these materials are seen to contain trace levels of elements and isotopes of said elements, which no man-made or terrestrial metals could be expected to contain. And it asks, are these contaminants purposely introduced or engineered? Now, see, this is what happened with patient with with the guy in patient 17. He had this uh, implant that he went to the late uh, Dr. Norman Lear, I believe was his name, and they took this thing out. You can watch the movie; it's fascinating. And they took uh, the implant to a metallurgist, a metallurgist, and they and they studied it, and they came back, and they're like, this thing the metal in this thing could not have been produced on Earth. That's what we're finding, and this is what Valet is studying. The second point says is, the technical analysis needs to be expanded through use of several instruments to arrive at more precise composition levels. No analysis from a single instrument or method is fully, fully reliable. And if you listen to the, the presentation that Dr. That Valet, that Dr. Valet uh, gives, what you find out is, is that these uh, samples of UFO ejecta, these metals alloys, are so complicated and they're so complexly made that there's no way that we can uh, define them with just one metal test or one, you know, one 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 metallurgical test. I mean, these things uh, are unbelievably complicated. Now, number three says an aggressive program or search for additional samples needs to be conducted in order to reach a general picture of the entire problem. And then he goes on, and he's talking about one level, or one example they found of this uh, ejecta, and he says that it would cost trillions of dollars just to produce one cubic centimeter of metal re-engineered with the kind of isotopic levels that have 
been that have been observed in the lab because it would mean artificially separating the isotopes and recombining them to different ratios. Now, just think about that. So some of this metal that we've seen, this this UFO metal, especially the slag, and I'm, and if you if you haven't seen it, just take like a five minute trip on you know online and do some searches. There's been a lot of it found, and it just most of it just looks like uh, somebody has dripped out balls of molten metal. I mean, they're just like you know, like a like a squiggly shape slag. It does look like slag. Some of it looks like actual slag from like a foundry or something. But what they're saying is, is these isotopes are combined in such a way that's not humanly possible for us to do. It couldn't. And in fact, it's so it's so out of the ordinary that it couldn't even been created naturally. In our galaxy. So that leaves us with one alternative. If the stuff's not man-made, and we know that it couldn't be man-made because, as he says, it would take trillions of dollars to make something something the size of a sugar cube. It's not physically possible for man to make this. And it's so unusual, so strange, it's not naturally occurring. We can see that, that this stuff's been manufactured somehow. But it's... Because we know how, you know, we have an idea of how uh, everything in the universe formed, and scientists understand that no matter where this stuff comes from in the universe, there's going to be certain commonalities among how the isotopes are formed. This stuff doesn't match any of that. It's like it came from another universe. And so this is where, after seeing uh, the cases is this over and over, and through his lifetime of study, Valet's come up with the theory of what we call the interdimensional theory, or the alternate reality theory. And that is, these UFOs are somehow coming from another dimension or another reality. They phase into our dimension or our reality. And occasionally, they have problems. And on the way back out of our reality, they leave actual physical material behind somehow. And when this stuff's been tested, our our equipment's getting sophisticated enough that we can test some of this. Now, as he points out, he says we're still on a level of ignorance, or complete ignorance, but we've learned enough to know that whatever's being left behind is not from around here. And by not from around here, we don't just mean not from Earth. It's not from our galaxy, and it looks like some of the stuff's not even from our dimension, our reality, our universe. So that's where you get into some really scary stuff, because if you stop and think about this, if this stuff is extra-dimensional, all right, and people like people on the know, like Mr. DeLong or some of these scientists, have already told us that celebrities, that uh, deep staters, people on the inside of our government, are communicating with whoever these others are, that's some really scary stuff because it's it's one it's one level of it's one level of power I suppose you could say or one degree of advancement that could come if these things say came from another part of the galaxy, but if these things are so advanced that they're actually coming from another dimension or another reality. The level there is is beyond our comprehension, really, and to think that we could have that we could have members of our own government 
communicating with these things. What, what does that say for the security of our, of our reality, of our planet? At any rate, I would say go over to the blogspot, ufowarning.blogspot.com, and check out the article, and I have the links. And uh, it's very fascinating, UFO ejecta. It's this slag, this stuff that comes out of these UFOs that are in distress for some reason. And this is, this is the stuff that uh, Dr. Valet has been conducting um, scientific, rigorous studies on. And what we're finding out is, is that the more we know, the more we don't know. Until next time, this is UFO Warning, over and out.